Marge. And Marge, if you can help me with your last name. Yes, Lidalda. it's, it's Lidalda, L-I-D-A-L-B-A. Okay, and Marge is a longtime friend. Uh, we're just kind of cruising around in Denver right now, and we're going to kind of rehearse and flash back on some powwows that we've been uh, to together, and along with our friend Angelique Acevedo Baron, which we will be having also uh, a chat with in time. So right now we have Marge. Hello, Marge. Hi there. So it looks like we've been around, we've done powwows. How have you seen, or if you could tell me how you've noticed the increase of Native American women and their participation with powwows, be it dancing or be it sales or participation period, if that has been more of a presence uh, than before or how do you feel? Well, I was, um, I was in construction all my life and I got hurt on the job. And so I had just come out of having my uh, leg surgery I had a total knee replacement on my left in 1993. And so in 1994, I went to uh, Denver March Powwow. I met a friend that I grew up with and she was selling stuff and she said, you should come and do it. And I said, oh, I'm in so much pain. And she said, March, come and do it. You know, get out of the house, do this, do this. And she's the one that introduced me to the powwow thing and they were having in those days this back in 93 94 they were having regular powwows at least once a month at the denver indian center on morrison road in utica so i was going there and then i graduated to larger ones i met a lot of people men and women um and so and then i so then the children and so forth but since then, I can tell you that it's been pretty static. I'm, the, you know, it's usually about the same amount that couples work together, uh, women that were um, single parents. A lot of the, a lot of their income came from their handcrafts to help raise their children. Um, I saw an influx of natives from all over the place, from the south. You have the Hopi and the Apache and the different pueblos the Navajo. Um, you see a lot of people in Denver now from the from the Dakotas, Pine Ridge, uh, Rosebud. You see a lot of people from Oklahoma, the Ponca, the Kiowa. A Are lot you of, saying then that yes. they're migrating more into sales and making money for themselves via through the powwows now? Yes. They're, oh, yes. Wow. And, and what's the other thing that's kind of nice is the fact that their youngsters, their, their children and their grandchildren are more versed in electronics than we were. I'm almost 80 years old and we didn't even have telephones when I was young, when I was a, a kiddo. And so they're teaching their, their parents how to, how to put their stuff online. They're getting them uh, cards printed. Um, I joined the um, Colorado Chamber of Commerce, Native American Chamber of Commerce, and they put, they, they, if you are part of their Elder Progressive Program, 
they have you on the website and so people will call you and I mean there's a there's a support system for the elders wow yes it's really nice so does this mean you know by chance is elders get to have a better discount if they're gonna do selling at a powwow no we don't get no everybody a pays time ago we're talking back in the late eight well uh, late back in the 90s in the 90s uh, just before the two, 2003 there we used to have sponsors where we would have a powwow like Coors Coors is a, one of them Coors used to sponsor a powwow once a year in Golden at a park. It was in it was in Golden. They used to do that. But the reason then then one day it stopped. I mean, I was looking forward to going to Golden for that yearly powwow, and it wasn't there anymore. So I was asking why, and they said the reason was there were several Native American people that were employed there in like middle management and so forth and so Coors was paying for us to you know for us to have the the space and they'd sponsor the powwow well once they once these these three people retired the Coors said that they couldn't sponsor us anymore unless we use their product so here's the thing if native people are trying not to drink trying to be sober you know uh, uh, citizens then why would we drink and so like I thought that was pretty bad that they couldn't do it out of the goodness of their heart to support the community if you weren't using their product forget it you know? wow. but we used to have sponsorship all over the place and it just isn't the way it used to be so that what's happened is more and more of the natives have taken their their economic future in hand and they, we sponsor ourselves, and we and we really depend on the colleges like Auraria, CU, DU, Metro. Uh, yeah, the school, the 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 native child, the native youngsters. I call them children because they're they're you know teenagers and and just got out of high school and they're going to college and they form Native American clubs and they sponsor like. Um, I'm looking forward to the May 13th powwow at DU that's sponsored by the by the school. It's things like that. That's the, and, and so and then the other thing we have a church Four Winds Church. And I'm sorry to interrupt, uh -huh. but where's a good site if you know by chance or an organization to look for information on powwows? Uh, I, 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 I think you can get on Google and look at, I'm not sure if it's Pow Wow Incorporated or something like that. A long time ago, we used to have a booklet that you could, you could get. It was a, a book, just like a little brochure, and it told you about powwows from Alaska all the way down to Florida. What about the Indian Center? Would they have... Um, a long time ago, we used to go to the Indian Center and, and people would go post a flyer but it isn't, I don't know, ever since COVID, we don't really utilize the places like we should. Let's see. Well, um, then I feel that um, 
this is a tradition that will continue to carry on as it has yes. apparently for ever and ever. Um, and I'm sure there are also scholastic, uh, well, I want to say scholarships, really, for some of these schools or participants, maybe, that, you know, people who want to support or have monies for the dancers, especially. Um, I think, uh, isn't that Denver, if I'm not mistaken, the Denver powwow has the biggest purse of all powwows in the U.S., is that correct? No, I think... Uh March powwow is, uh, it, we always call it the kickoff, because mm -hmm. it comes in March, and then right after that is the big gathering of nations, and that's like twice the size. Uh, you have to make sure that you have housing, you know, way ahead and stuff, because boy, the influx of people is just incredible. You have camping or anything yes, like that? Yes, yes, uh -huh, but you can camp. But you know, one of the other things... But, but one of the best things um, that I that I think uh, I don't know who started it, but if you get you can go and get the plates. It's it's a, a Native American plates, really? and you pay for that, and you pay like twenty five dollars extra every year to keep that plate, and that twenty five dollars for everybody that pays goes towards the uh, the the scholarship. The, the college fund. It's called the Native American College Fund. I'll be. If anybody ever wanted to support the the scholastic uh, for the natives, the the Native American uh, uh, the what is it the the what is it the call well, the college fund Native college American College right. Fund. I think it's listed in. Um, uh, Google. Some of our um, young people coming up in the world with their scholastic problem uh, programs and their uh, endeavors as well. Uh, do hope to see any of your shining faces at a powwow, and let's see what we can all learn together. So thank you very much, March, and um, you're welcome. We hope to chat with you again.